0: Hey guys, so this year, Christian Music Guys are heading to the K-Love Fan Awards in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, We get to go hang out with some of our favorite artists, uh, get to know them, and dig a little deeper on what's going on in their lives. But we want you to be a part of the conversations we have. So what we'd like for you to do, if you could go to our podcast page on Apple Podcasts, leave a review letting us know who your favorite artist is, And then let us know a question that you'd like for us to ask them and we'll get it answered for you. And we'll feature it on one of our upcoming episodes of the Christian Music Guys podcast. So go, leave the review today, uh, send those questions in. We have a couple weeks before we go.
1: Hey, this is Caleb. Hey, this is Chad from Anthem Lights. And you are listening to the Christian Christian Music Music Guys Guys Podcast.
0: podcast. On today's show we sit down with Anthem Lights. They have a new show on Pureflix called a show about Anthem Lights.
2: We got Ch- uh, Caleb and Chad from Anthem Lights. Thank you guys for being a part of our show today. Thank, Thank you for, for having us. us. So let's get let's get right into it. Um, so Anthem Lights have, have been around for several years. You know we're we're fans of you guys. Listen to all of your songs, your mashups, and so we would like to just start from the beginning. On how would you describe? you're all's type of music that you perform because it's different, you know, it's different yeah, it's than, hard. than the average, I guess you would say art CCM artist, you know,
1: for sure. It's true. <laughs> yeah, we are, I would say we're a vocal group who reimagine universally beloved songs and create, you know, different arrangements of songs that people love. We have original music as well, but we certainly don't categorize ourselves sure. as a, Christian band in the typical sense, although we are Christian men in a band. Um, so, yeah, we kind of just have enjoyed for the last 10 years creating content that connects with the world in whatever creative way we can figure out how to do that.
2: Awesome.
0: Uh, and I've um, I actually just want to start early in our interview, uh, promoting myself. I've heard a lot of your songs. You guys snap. Uh, I can't give you the vocals that you guys need, but I, these guys... Are great snappers. So if you ever need another member to Anthem Lights that can just fill in that role,
1: I'm your guy. Okay, right, I'm going to make a note up. right now just to get your contact for please. The, those
0: songs that require snapping, I mean, I'll do it. Obviously, okay. I just want to put that out there. We
3: might need some help on that in our videos. And when we're snapping, we have a harder time
1: than you think we would. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <to> be, especially <laughs> this <snap. laughs> guy. So if you ever cover Cups, the song Cups, we'll call you.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm your guy. Uh so how did Anthem Lights uh come about? And what does the name Anthem Lights mean actually?
3: Yeah, so um, I mean, it's a long story of a long story of a lot of a lot of doors being open and then shut, doors being open, being shut, you know, that kind of led us to where we are as a band today. And that started like yonder 13, 14 years. Um <laughs> uh i went to liberty university uh i ended up pursuing it's like a christian music solo career i went to la worked with a producer there for a couple of years on a project that at the end of the day we were like this could be really cool with multiple voices and i've i grew up always wanting to be like in a boy band you know like that's always kind of like, i grew up loving all the boy bands like You know, the Christian world, it was the four hymns. Like I, I, I'm not a boy, but I love Point of Grace and Four are Like my first concert ever that got me hooked, you know? So I've always been in the vocal group kind of thing. And so we went back to Liberty and um, met with a few guys and that's where we met Caleb and a former member and, uh, they were on board and we ended up moving to Lynchburg, uh, you know, where Liberty is. And we eventually got signed to a label, um, here in town. And so that brought us to Nashville and uh, as a band and after a couple years of that we ended up getting dropped by the label and we were like oh no what are we going to do and then we started doing covers and all that fun stuff and that's what that's what really did well for us that's what really became what we did it was all the mashups the covers and then we of course have a lot of original music as well but that's that's kind of what accidentally led us to the path we're on but that's a very quick summary
2: <laughs> have you guys ever? done a mashup of for him no
3: but man i have pushed that in the past
2: i'll just tell you that we we <laughs> interviewed andy from from those guys a few months ago and he's super nice guy and hearing the nice. hearing the stories of their songs them. and uh the name of the band he hated it he said in the beginning and he said it just kind of stuck with him because <laughs> everybody thought there was some <laughs> old southern gospel band called for him so
3: well, our original name was Yellow Cavalier. And when we got signed and joined the management team, they both were instantly like, yeah, we're changing that. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally spent like, we locked ourselves in a room and spent an entire, like, almost 24 hours trying to figure out a name and also figuring out a name that would be legal because everything we came up with, like, someone else had it in some way or form. But um, the name of the life ended up coming from, um, in Matthew, it talks about being the light of the world. And so we wanted to take that message as well as kind of what we really were when we were on stage, which is anthemic, you know, and um, we just kind of mashed those two together. That's uh, that's where we landed on.
1: Even then we were doing mashups.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So so you, you guys, I guess you found, you know, success through your music videos. I mean, a lot of people um, saw your music videos and, you know, was uh, immediately attached and, and started following you all. Went, a lot of them went viral. And so how did that, how was your all's response to that? And how did, you know, how did that push you guys to keep going?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. We were doing the, like Chad mentioned, we were kind of in the CCM machine, you know, we were playing the 120 shows a year and opening for mercy me and newsboys and kind of doing what you're supposed to do to, to, to launch off into that world. And, uh, you know, we we did the math one time and figured we had been in front of like 120,000 people on this specific tour. Um, but like Chad said, we had recently gotten dropped from our label, and so in the midst of that, we were wrapping up this tour and trying to figure out what we were going to do next. Shopping different label deals and whatnot, and uh, we had a, we still felt, even though we parted ways with our label, we still felt like we had a lot of momentum online with YouTube and Twitter, and you know those were kind of the platforms that were popping at the at the moment. And we wanted to to make sure the fan base knew that we weren't losing steam, like we were, you know, full steam ahead. And so we did a cover to put on YouTube and it, it performed really well. And we're like, Hey, that was cool. We should do that again. Like people, I think really like that. So we did another cover. I think it was the, uh, a Justin Bieber song that was big at the time. And we put it out the same day he released released his video for the song and it got like a million views in less than a week or something like that, something crazy. And so we did the math. We're like, hold on. We just spent six months on the road away from our friends and family, probably lost money, you know, to to get in front of a hundred thousand people, where we stayed home one day and made a song and put it on the internet, and we got a million eyes. What are we doing here? Like something's not adding mm-hmm. up. So that was kind yeah. of the shift in trajectory for our career, um, and that was twenty twelve, and that's sort of what we've been doing, some iteration of that ever since.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys figured out the 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 algorithm before other people did. I, I was listening to this uh, interview with the guys from Dude Perfect and they were talking about, listen, we're not the greatest. We just figured that out before other people like, mm-hmm. oh, man, we got a million people watching this or we could do this other thing. So you guys yep. seem to have kind of locked in on that and 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 just kept going with it. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so have you heard from any of the artists that you've covered their music and done mashups and what's been their response uh, to your all's covers and mashups?
1: Yeah, we have uh, several over the years, you know, uh, mostly in the form of a retweet, you know, or a share or something like that. Uh, and we've had a few artists introduce videos, you know, we we covered a Gavin DeGraw song and he introduced it. We did an NSYNC mashup and one of the former members of NSYNC introduced it for us. Patrick <laughs> uh yes shout out to chris um you know a lot of different backstreet boys shared our mashup of their tunes
3: we did a song with hunter hayes and he introed of course that video as well which sounds cool
1: yeah yep so and we did you know we did a selah you know if a, speaking of being on a christian podcast yeah. ccm podcast selah we did a mashup of their music with them so that was a, an honor so yeah i mean we've had a lot of paths cross over the years and people kind of uh get excited about our version of their music.
2: Awesome.
0: Yeah. I won't, I won't mention names, but you're all's versions of lots of those, um, songs. I prefer the <laughs> Anthem Lights version. I'm just going <laughs> to, just going to put that out there, especially okay. ones that have snapping. Remember, <laughs> if you need a snapper, I'm <laughs> the guy. Okay.
1: I'm trying to think of the songs we've snapped and I think it's only been like, if, you, twice, if right? you
2: need jazz hands, I'm your guy. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. I'm writing it down.
2: <laughs> so my favorite mashup of you all is, I, I mean, it's it's not performed by a certain artist. It's I guess it's written by different people. But your '90s sitcom uh, mashup was my favorite because I'm a '90s guy. I was born in the '80s but grew up in the '90s. And so, yeah, that's I love I that like one. It. My kids, you know, watch all those shows I used to watch because of streaming. So they get to watch Urkel and Full House and Boy Meets Road and all those shows. And so yeah, when when my little boy heard that, he was like, "Daddy." That's, that's awesome how they do that. And I was like, I know I love it. So that's, that's my favorite mashup. So what is your all's favorite mashup that you've
3: got to do?
1: Oh man. Do you have that's one off the top of your head, Chad? There's so many.
3: Um, Man, there's been a couple. Um, For me back in the day, we did a, a Justin Timberlake mashup. Justin Timberlake was like my vocal idol growing up. Um, and so that was a really cool, fun one to do. Um, we did, uh, a greatest showman is probably one of my favorites. Um, that was one that I saw in the theaters and I like when it came out, having no idea anything about that movie and just walked out of that theater, like calling the guys, we have to do a mashup of this movie. And so that was one of the fun ones, um, yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, we do so many of these things. There's some songs that certainly feel more like work than, you know, fun, uh, and then there's some songs that like, it's really fun. Like we get in the studio super excited and, and
1: those are definitely a couple of
3: those that like, I, just, I, I like light up, like, oh, I'm so excited to do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You get into the arrangement process and you tr- sometimes it feels a bit forced, you know, cause a lot of, it, it just depends on the songs melodic structure and sort of how things weave together. It gets, uh, it can get tricky, but specifically with greatest showman, the melodies are so good. And it's just such well-written music that when we put those together, it just felt good, you know, and it was such a pleasure and, and, and so enjoyable to to arrange it and to perform it. And uh, I loved how the video came together. So that's certainly one of my favorites as well.
3: An example of a hard one, we don't talk about Bruno. We just did that. Just put that yes. out. That was a nightmare. <laughs> 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 that was, that,
1: was that was one fun. of those things you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Every once in a while, a song will just, you know, or a collection of songs that we have to mash up or something will take off and be like, do we have to do this? Like, these are are just not songs meant for vocalists. You know, they're more track based or they're, you know, they're just they're they're not singer songs, you know, and and the melodies that were written with a singer in mind are the ones that are the most fun to perform. So, yeah,
0: Yeah, I don't know if you guys have uh, young children, but I do. I have uh, four and I've heard. We don't talk about Bruno about seventy thousand times in the last month. So uh, I have free uh, thanks for covering for it. it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna check it out because I'll probably. It'll be nice to switch it up a little bit. You know.
3: Yeah. It'll. What's it like- mean that I don't have kids that I've heard a thousand times in the last <laughs> month? Well,
0: it means that you've 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 sung it yourself a thousand. times. <laughs> it means times. you're
3: ready. I think you're you're, you're
1: ready.
2: Uh, in a few weeks, we're interviewing uh, Michael Sweet from Striper. I really think you all need to do a Striper mashup.
1: Is there a huge clamoring market out there for a striper mashup? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Maybe you guys. There's, I don't know there's, anybody. There's two, there's two of us. There's two of us.
0: So, you guys, uh, would you mind sharing a little bit about us? You have a new animated series on Pure Flicks. Uh, what's that about? We share with our listeners Well, it uh, series.
1: It's about Anthem Lights and <laughs> it's called A Show About Anthem Lights. Mm-hmm. uh our per- longtime friend and producer rob hawkins approached us uh man it's been almost three years ago at this point yeah. and just basically said guys i want to do animation now and we were like oh okay good for you man he's like i would want to do an animated series about anthem lights would you be interested or would you ever consider partnering with me on that and we were open and excited and uh, the last three years has been a journey of us trying to chase that down and find financing and find, you know, put, put all the pieces together to make that happen. And it's kind of surreal that it's finally here, it's out on Pure Flix. And uh, yeah, you know, like, we, like I said, we, we're always trying to find creative ways to get our music in front of people, you know, and, and we found pretty quickly in Christian music that that, that typical path where we put on a song on the radio and then tour like that didn't work for us. That wasn't, just that, that wasn't the path for us and finding unique and clever ways to, to get out there has been the most advantageous way to approach it for us so this is just another one of those ways so we're extremely excited about it
0: what's it like being a cartoon character i've, I've always <laughs> wanted to experience this but it's it seems
3: awesome i'm way more buff as a cartoon character so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can kind of you can kind of tweak some things, right? Oh, I, I skip leg day, but besides that,
1: I'm done. Uh... <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's that's it's cool. kind of surreal to like, you know, it's getting in the vocal booth and cutting and doing the VOs and stuff, and then you see it on screen, and you're like, that's weird because that's my voice, but that is not my body. It's it's very great right, Yeah.
0: Next up is action figures, right? <laughs> Anthem Lights Action
1: Figures, to squeeze hey. it and it sings a little portion of the song. Hey, I
3: still plan oh. on getting our cartoon character bobbleheads made. That's happening. Hey, there you, need you the go. There you go. There you go. Bobblehead of it.
1: Yeah, we can put that out right next to the striper mashup and watch them fly off the shelves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. So what's what's coming up besides, you know, your pure flicks show? What's what else is coming up for Anthem Lights?
1: and all kinds of stuff we've kind of settled into a you know as content creators we're trying to constantly stay on the you know on the whatever's popular whatever's happening at the time so you know like we mentioned we're doing uh you don't know about bruno or we don't talk about bruno i always forget the name of that song <laughs> um, we're actually excited about we have a new original song coming out called desire that we're excited to share i believe that's coming on next week um, so about every two weeks we've kind of settled into a bi-weekly release where we release a new song usually paired with a video but not always um and then we're we've been playing as covid has kind of lifted off we're, we're playing more and more shows so that's been fun to get back out on the road and then just doing this uh the animated series that's kind of what we're up to these days
3: we're doing um especially we're we're doing a lot more original music than we have been um been writing a or mostly Joey and Spencer, who aren't here, are like really talented songwriters. And um, yeah, so we're, we're trying to do a lot more of those.
1: Yeah, Jesse mentioned the algorithm. Uh, it, you know, it's for a long time doing covers and mashups, the algorithms of these platforms smiled on, you know, and that was kind of the best way to reach people. It's not the case anymore. It's so oversaturated. That, that used to be unique and fresh and interesting. And now it's, you know, everybody does covers. Everybody does mashups. Um, and so now it's really interesting to see how the algorithms really do kind of get behind great original content. And that's sort of a new world for us. I mean, we've always done original music and have wanted to express ourselves that way. But it's not ever been, uh, you know, profitable for us, to be completely honest and frank about it. Like, it's it's always we sure. would lose money making that kind of content when we could actually make a living doing cover. So it's been fun to sort of feel, you know, like empowered and, you know, compelled to put out original music for the first time in a long time.
3: Speaking of algorithm, we okay. have a whole, a whole episode on the show about the algorithm. So just saying, okay. Every time he says the algorithm, i picture Caleb in this hood looking like the algorithm. A- <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you, my favorite holiday is uh, Christmas. Do you guys have any uh, Christmas stuff coming out this year?
1: Probably, you yeah, know, sure. yeah, We'll sure we be talking about that once you know, June or July rolls around, I'll start thinking towards the holidays. <clears throat> As the Christian music guys, that's our favorite holiday, and that's we start listening to Christmas
2: music in October.
3: Ah, right, for those, those guys, people, we'll
2: be <laughs> yeah, we're and one of those, copy. one of those people. <laughs> Our brother that's not here right now he um he puts his lights up early but I believe he still has his lights on his house
0: well, Ooh, <laughs> those guys, he's just planning a, he's just planning ahead for this coming
3: Christmas I like I mean, he's just I'm one of those guys who's like like not until post Thanksgiving does anything Christmas happen around me. You know, okay. I send that to people that simply says, is it Christmas yet? Dot com, and it's just a white page with the letter, with the word no or across it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, Caleb and Chad, to wrap things up, we always like to ask um, our guests that we have, if they'd be willing to share uh, a testimony uh, something that's happened in their life recently, something God's been doing that you'd be willing to share to build up our listeners' faith?
1: Yeah, of course. You know, our, our faith is an important part of what we do. It's been, you know, I always, I always like to quote John Foreman. He says, a Christian shoemaker doesn't make shoes with little crosses on them. He makes great shoes. And that's how we've always tried to approach yeah. the music that we do. And, and it's a, it's a huge part of what we do. And I always, you know, I say from stage every night that I, you know, grew up in a Christian home, and and the idea of this God's unconditional love was written on my heart at a very young age. Um, but along the way, I I started to add stipulations to this idea of God's love. You know, that I just you know, God loves you, yes, but you gotta listen to the right music. You know, you gotta vote for the right people. Mm-hmm. You gotta go to the right church. You, you know, just as the years went on, I went to youth group and Christian college, and I studied the Bible, and I just added all of these kind of uh my own rules you know my own ideas to god's love and you know jesse i feel your pain i've got three kids under the age of six and the thing that has rocked me the most about becoming a father is the very idea that there's nothing that could ever they could ever do to change how i feel about my kids you know i love them because they're mine there's nothing they could do to make me love them more there's nothing they could do to make me love them less i just love them simply because they're mine you know and as i think about god's love like it is it possible that if i could feel that way about my kids that there's a god out there that could feel that way about me you know and that's sort of reshaped and and kind of shifted the way that i see the divine the way that i interact with god and it's it pours out in different ways but one of those ways is is music um so you know that's that's if you're out there listening and you're a parent you know what i'm talking about like just anytime you question if am i good enough am i worthy am i loved? like what you know am i enough just think about how you feel about your kids like yeah you yeah. messed up but th- does that change how you feel about your son or your daughter no you are obsessed right. with them they are yours and i think that that's how god feels about us
0: yeah, it's true. I, I always tell people, um, I'm a youth pastor and I always try to explain to my youth. I'm like, being a parent, being a father, so many times I'll be talking to my kids and trying to teach them something or correct them or or or, or anything. And in that moment, it'll be like, oh, that's how God feels about me. And I totally missed that. I told, I just never believed that God would actually feel that way. And it's like, well, no, he's a perfect father. So he does it even better than I do. Right. My own and you know that's, all that
1: that's right on. you hear all that it's all here right. you know what i mean all your whole sure. walk, especially growing up in church like you guys i know mean, you have like but then something about becoming a father and you feeling yeah. it like it goes it drops from here to here and that's when you're like got it it's just it's interesting yeah
3: totally i feel the same exact way with my dogs like i'm right there with you, <laughs> you get
1: it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, our, our brother Chris. That's that's not with us right now. He could totally relate to you. I think I, he, I think he only has three or two, but it feels like he has five because they're kind of rambunctious. So he's a he's a dog he's a dog dad, big time. He's he's also a dad to a little boy, but he's got all the dogs too. At
1: first, nice. I thought you were talking about his kids, and I thought I how many kids he had. I was like, you don't know how many kids your brother. Had. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Uncle of the year. <laughs> yes. he's,
0: he's got a few. I am he's the got favorite. one. It's, e- it's easy. It's easy right now. He only has one. That's, That's all the guys
1: talk about me. They're like, how many kids does Caleb have these days? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Caleb and Chad, thank you guys so much for being a part of uh, our show. And uh, check out, a sh- it's called A Show for Anthem Lights, right? A Show about Anthem Lights about, about, yeah. on, on Pure Flix. About Anthem Lights. Okay. On Pure Flix, get you a, a subscription if you do not have one. And check out anthemlights.com for all tour dates and news. Follow them on socials, Anthem Lights. Correct?
3: Yep.
2: Yes,
1: sir. Yep. Got, Got it. it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. So much. I appreciate your time.
0: Thanks, dear listeners, for tuning in. And thanks, Anthem Lights, again, for sitting down with us. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Christian Music Guys. You can find our website at christianmusicguys.com. You'll find information there about how you can join our support team. Go ahead and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It sure is helpful for us, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. See you next week.